Well, Chris Hipkins turned up to do a speech yesterday. He's the Prime Minister, leader of the Labour Party, and apparently it was supposed to be about unity and refusing to talk about the so-called culture wars. But rather than unifying, it was divisive and focused extensively on the culture wars, including the Labour Party's obsession with abortion. Let's check it out. So let's highlight some key points of Prime Minister Hipkins speech yesterday and then we'll quickly check out Christopher Luxon's response, National Party leader. So uh, Chris Hipkins, I thought, got off to a strong start. He said this. First, I want people to vote for Labour. Excellent start, isn't it? Well, I mean, you know, I'm glad he clarified that. I mean, he's a Labour leader of the Labour Party and he says, I want people to vote for Labour. Uh, so excellent start. But uh, from then on, it was all downhill. In this campaign, I will promote a message of unity and I intend to work with parties and leaders who intend to do the same. That doesn't mean I won't criticise my opponents. In fact, I must. Elections are a contest of policies and values. Disagreements are a fundamental part of a healthy democracy. But in doing so, I will not be seeking to divide New Zealand communities. Labour's focus in this election won't be on imported culture wars. Mm. So he wants to promote unity, but admits he will criticise the opposition and that disagreements are actually fundamental. But he won't divide communities. Uh, newsflash, Chris Hipkins, elections divide communities. People align with certain parties based on the values and policies of those parties and disagree strongly with other parties and even campaign against them. Uh, if you want unity, Chris, don't criticise the opposition and don't disagree. But of course, that's not what he's going to do. And what about this comment about importing culture wars? What's he talking about? He says he doesn't want to talk about them, but then immediately talks about them as the fundamental reason he's into unity, but not unity with Winston Peters and New Zealand First. I'm ruling out working with New Zealand First and Winston Peters after the election. New Zealand First has become a party more interested in toilets than in the issues that matter most to New Zealanders. The rhetoric that I am hearing from Winston Peters in this election means that I just don't see any compatibility with my vision for an inclusive, progressive and prosperous society. Uh, so Winston Peters, and you'll know this if you saw my recent blog, believes that women, yes, women, adult human female, and young girls should be protected in changing rooms, toilets, sports, and public facilities. Uh, you know, something that everyone believed until about 13 minutes ago. But Hipkins has ruled out unity with Winston because Winston believes a woman is a woman. Winston believes in biological reality. So Labour is, uh, sorry, New Zealand First is out. Disunity. Uh, and then he continues. In fact, the National Act New Zealand First Coalition of Cuts, Chaos and Confusion hold a compilation of views that I think would alienate large sections of New Zealand society. Not just economically, but people's sense of belonging as well. They are the coalition of 
that actually made me out laugh out loud when I first heard it. Also, Chris Hipkins has painted a scary picture of just how awful National Act in New Zealand first might be if they were in the position of having to form a government, which I can guarantee they'd all be brought screaming to the table if they had to do that. But then Chris Hipkins labels them as the fairmongers. Yes, it's them. They're the fairmongers, not Labour, who are making all these assertions. This messaging is getting really quite weird, isn't it? But then we find out who the real Labour Party is and who the real Hipkins is. We find out their priorities, their, their reason for being, and it's really quite tragic. The National Party has many MPs and candidates who want to roll back women's rights. Members of their caucus celebrated the US Supreme Court decision to roll back a woman's right to choose. No. I voted to legalise abortion in our first term, and I'll continue to defend a woman's right to choose. Yep, it's all about the right to kill the unborn child. Hipkins and the Labour Party are obsessed with abortion and snuffing out the rights of the unborn little girl and the unborn little boy. You know, abortion, which is a conscience vote, so therefore many MPs may have different opinions to Hipkins, even in his own party, I might add, is the key policy plank that Hipkins is using to create division amongst parties while at the same time saying he's into unity. But not unity for the pregnant mum who may feel she has no other option but she just needs support. No unity for the woman under pressure from her boyfriend to have the abortion. Definitely no unity for the unborn children of this world. Let's be quite clear here, team. Left-wing parties of Labour and the Greens, on the whole, love abortion. They promote it. They vote for it. If they had their way, our extremist abortion law would actually be more extremist. Make no mistake about that. The unborn child is irrelevant to those parties. It's really quite shocking. And for many who voted for Labour under perhaps David Longy many years ago, this may come as quite a shock to realise just how radical Labour has become on the social conservative issues like abortion. And this is then confirmed in the next part of Hipkins' unifying speech. And then there's Winston Peters. He's seeking to make trans people the enemy in this campaign. Living fully in your own skin isn't always easy for any of us at the best of times, but it can be particularly hard for our rainbow communities. None of them deserve the kind of abuse that's being directed their way, stoked up by politicians who should know better. Well, I have just two words for Chris Hipkins. Posey Parker. She didn't deserve the abuse, stoked up by politicians who should know better. Pot kettle black, Chris. And finally, uh, Chris Hipkins says this. Ever since its formation over 100 years ago, the Labour Party has been the party for progress in New Zealand. We stand for a worker's right to a fair deal and for a woman's right to choose. I am a leader who is in it for you, whether you're Māori, Pacifica, Pākehā, gay, straight, born here, migrated here, a man, a woman, trans, young, old, or different in your own way, I am in it for you. Hmm. Yeah, Chris, uh, does that list include TERFs, you know, women who believe that only women are women? Uh, and you say you're in it for women, Chris. What 
is a woman? Um, I, to be honest, Sean, that's, that, that question's come slightly out of left field for, for me. Um, the, <laughs> well, biology, sex, gender, um, people define themselves, people define their own genders. Yeah, interesting. Um, now, you'll also see uh, Chris Hipkins reinforce the bedrock values of what is now the Labour Party. It's a sad reflection of what it once was under David Longy. You know, he says workers' rights <clears throat> to a fair deal and a woman's right to choose. Labour was always about workers' rights, but now it has another key plank, the right to kill the unborn child. Labour are defined by the right to aborting children before they are born. What a sad, sad value to highlight as you pretend to talk about unity. So how did the national leader, Christopher Luxon, respond? Well, Chris Hipkins gave the media the perfect opportunity to rush off, set up their camera and lighting gear, and interview the other nominee for Prime Minister, Christopher Luxon, to get a commitment out of Luxon on abortion. Now, it's only the media asking for this commitment from Luxon, but they've been pinning him down on this issue from day one. And sadly, Luxon, who says he's pro-life and that he believes that abortion is tantamount to murder, which of course is deadly accurate, pun intended, once again took the bait. Now, before I show you the clip, what he should say is this. You know my views, but abortion is a conscience issue. I am just one vote of 120 votes. The people of New Zealand will determine the makeup of Parliament. Nothing is off the table. But we should not have babies being killed in the womb because a parent doesn't want a girl, they want a boy, or because the parent has been coerced by a boyfriend. We should be giving medical aid to babies who survive an attempted abortion. We should not be allowing late-term abortions. The unborn have a right to life. Our abortion law is one of the most radical in the world. Next question. Well, that's what he should say. But no, it's this response which the pro-abortion media absolutely love. Uh, and in this clip, you won't hear the interviewer right at the end, but Luxon is asked, so you'd still sooner resign than change the abortion laws? Have a watch. Uh, well, as I've been really clear about it, there'll be no change to any of our abortion laws, funding or access. Uh, I've been really clear about that. That is not our focus in government. We need to be focused on rebuilding this economy to make sure we restore law and order, deliver better health and education. That is what New Zealanders want us to do. Those are the priorities for New Zealanders, and that's where our focus is as Would well. Would you still sooner resign than change abortion access? Absolutely. <laughs> and the media packed up their gear, stoked that they'd got a renewed commitment from the next possible Prime Minister that their favourite abortion law won't be changed. Who cares what the people of New Zealand actually think, eh? Apparently, according to Hipkins and Luxon, this is all about unity and fixing the country. Well, someone needs to try and persuade the unborn child and the woman harmed by abortion that it's unity. Because it's not. Chris is no friend to the unborn child. You can choose which Chris I'm referring to. Chris.